0: Welcome back to the Mining Your Business podcast, a show all about process mining data science and advanced business analytics. Today's topic, Center of Excellence. Jakub, we kind of know what that is, right? Kind of. Yeah. Here to help us out is Maximilian Röglinger, a professor and head of digital business at Fraunhofer Institute. He joins us on the podcast today to talk about Centers of Excellence for Process Mining, why you need one, and how to set one up properly to ensure success of your business.
1: I think smart people in Fraunhofer Institute must be doing something really, really well. Um, how else can you, Patrick, uh, explain their second attendance on our podcast? I mean, after Sebastian van Selst, who visited us in our podcast on episode 34, we are about to conduct an interview with his fellow colleague, Professor Maximilian Rönglinger, uh, Vice Chair of the Institute and uh, Head of Digital Business at FIT. Maximilian, welcome to our show. Yeah, great for having Thanks for having me. Um, first of all, I always have to say what a pleasure to have you on, um, having you here just, uh, for me, just proves how much social media and their uh, powerful algorithms are moving the needle for us and probably not only for us, because if it were not for uh, LinkedIn, my LinkedIn addiction, uh, <laughs> I would have not come across your study. And that would be a shame, not only for us, but also for our listeners. So, um. We are here today to discuss uh, uh, mainly your, your white paper called Accelerating Business Transformation with Process Mining Centers of Excellence, which you published in, and interestingly, cooperation with Selenis and more specifically with Lars Reinkemeier, also a guest who previously appeared on our show. And um, well, now the beauty of this episode is that we are recording this before the planned roundtable and like an official release session, which uh, interestingly will be on 21st of June um where where you and and lars are going i assume to discuss the paper um and after uh you know a day after our episode is going to air so that's very very nice uh that means two things first that we are the first one to know (laughs) (laughs) and uh second for anyone who listens now you know they can catch up with whatever they missed in the session and uh before we dive into the study let's first talk about you and your career a bit um so my favorite question how did you end up with process mining
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So first of all, thanks for the uh, n- nice introduction. So um I, I started uh, my career uh, when, when studying information systems uh, in Bamberg, uh, uh, which is here located uh, in the uh, northern part of uh, Bavaria. And, and uh, you must know, uh, process thinking is a very big part of the information systems uh, discipline. Yeah. So so it's kind of uh, in my in my academic DNA. Yes, and when I um, continued with my PhD, I always was in close contact uh, with industry, and this is also the case uh, today uh, when I'm working not only for the university um, but also uh, for the Fraunhofer Association. I very much like this strong collaboration between academia uh, and industry, and well, everything is process. Yes, yeah? so this is where digital te- technology is is put in use, is uh, contextualized. So, and everything comes up uh, uh and, and gets together in the in the in the process domain, yes, and uh, typically, when I started my academic career, I had a rather strong perspective on the management part uh, mm-hmm. of business process management and well you, you can you cannot simply ignore process mining today, yes, we see this in our research, we see this in our projects with industry partners. this is such an industry uh, such an interesting topic and uh, that's why uh, we, we we also founded the the, the Fraunhofer Center of uh, Process Intelligence uh, with uh, uh, Bastian van Zelst for example mm-hmm. and um, we we try to 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 be very active both on the computer science part of uh, process mining but uh, yeah no, nonetheless uh, on on the management side of process mining yes and this is uh, at least in my opinion strongly neglected topic yes in in industry and also in academia and that's why we are so keen on yeah pushing the boundaries uh of of this specific perspective on process mining
1: Mm -hmm. uh what i found very interesting that you said is that you started like uh, with the management and with the proper business uh, background and slowly slowly you adopted this uh, process mining techniques um what specifically does process mining bring so valuable in terms of of the management of the business processes?
2: Yeah. So so typically uh, um I, I I like to to quote a friend of mine, you know, uh, Michael Roseman, also very uh, a very well-known uh BPM researcher and uh, uh, Mike, Michael always says uh, that process mining brings us from confidence to evidence. Yes, and uh, this is why I very much like to combine uh uh, process mining and uh, business decision making yes Mm -hmm. because we have to make very complex decisions uh, with very huge impact on the organization or on uh, um, entire value ecosystems yes and uh, in former times we simply did not have the data and uh, many of the uh, future-oriented decisions had to be made based on gut instinct or based on simulations and uh, process mining uh yeah provides us with uh, actual real world data and this uh, from my perspective helps us to make evidence based um decisions yeah uh, very well grounded on what is currently really going on yeah and uh, so in, in my in my research group uh, we we try to to pursue a thing that that we call process mining for management decisions yes mm-hmm. and we try to to bridge this gap so we are not so much involved in the classical discovery topics yeah but uh, I think it's important uh, to, to, to leverage uh, all the insights we can get for, for management decision making.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so how important is this uh, management perspective in comparison to other disciplines, not just process mining? I mean, there's tons of different um, industry um, a- applications or things that you could implement. How does process mining differ and why does it need its own little research group to figure out how to give management the tools to really wield it?
2: Yeah. So so my 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 perspective uh, as I already said is everything is process. Yeah, so so this is where 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 things come together. Yeah, the resources used, uh the IT employed, uh the people engaged. Yeah, and uh so the process perspective is kind of a, a glue yeah that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, ties ties everything uh um, together yes and uh, that's why uh, in my opinion it uh, it it uh, needs a special attention yeah uh, um, on the one hand uh, it is uh, particularly complex because so many perspectives have to be merged and joined yeah in a reasonable manner and uh, on, the, on the other hand uh, it provides us with in-depth insights uh into what's currently going on yeah and yeah, that's why it's a special topic and uh, uh, deserves a special attention from my perspective.
0: Now, I've seen a lot of um, research papers on the actual technology of process mining, but n- none really about the, the business management part of it. Um, it might just be my own ignorance, but is this a big <laughs> field or is this just um you are, and your research group are the sole um group that is really um discovering this, this part?
2: Yeah, so definitely from my perspective, this is a big deal. Yeah, but, but I think... Um, so so this is typically the way it goes yeah so we have a we have a an emergent technology yes and uh, first of all the the technology is not mature enough in order to be employed beyond the research context or beyond uh, small POCs yeah small proof of concept implementations and so so it's from my perspective it's quite natural um, to start with the um technologically focused research in order to advance technology itself. Yes, you you cannot talk about the management issues of using process mining if you don't have uh, uh professional solutions or 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 only simple algorithms in place. Yeah. But uh, uh today we have so have a look at all the re- research that is going on. Have a look at the massive movements we can see in the in the vendor landscape. Yeah there's so mm-hmm. much going on and hey Fantastic processes are back on the, uh, uh, on the boardroom agenda. This is fantastic from my perspective. Uh, and now, uh, it's a perfect point in time to, 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 to shift the focus. Yeah. Or to additionally focus, um, on the, on the management things. Yeah. Uh, because so many, so many companies, uh, uh right now made very nice experiences uh, with uh, the one or the other vendor, the one or the other tool. And uh, so So the question is now, how can we scale all this? How can we create true business impact using this technology? And this is where the information systems, the technology acceptance, the the um, organizational design perspective comes into play. Yeah, And, you know, this is what I'm really passionate about. And uh, I think this is necessary now to uh to to create a true and uh, long lasting uh, value for companies
1: yeah and i guess it's uh, also uh the, the the main theme of the paper that you published uh, together with Solomon is the center of excellence and it's also honestly a, a big pain point for us and for our projects because you know we come to companies so we do implementations and we have this little sandbox that we are playing with with couple of users and the scaling is always, uh, that's always a challenge. There are different people, different mindset, you know, different level of adoption and maturity yeah. and making things fall into right place at the right time. Also, like with the maximum, um, I would say, uh, with the maximum value is, is difficult and it's challenging. Um, so can you tell us a bit more about, so I guess the reason behind the paper you kind of already said, um, but uh, what does this paper tell us? So so the key objective uh, of this
2: uh, white paper of this uh, study was to get yeah first hand insights into uh, the why what and how of uh, process mining centers of excellence yeah and the uh, the key topic as you already said uh, that we wanted to address is to to understand how companies already uh, succeeded uh, with uh, setting up um, um, a center of excellence. What are the effects? For example, faster realization of business value, um, creating higher return on investment. How can centers of excellence be set up? Yeah. Because, you know, I'm quite sure also from your work that there's no, no companies like uh, uh, another one. Yeah. Yes. And so, so the question is, what are the design dimensions? Yeah, of uh, centers of excellence. Uh, what are typical archetypes? What are roadmaps to success? Yeah, and uh, yeah. So this is the um, the key outcome of the study. And also here we more we wanted to move uh, from from confidence to evidence. Yeah, we have anecdotal mm-hmm. evidence. We from our projects, Salonis from their projects, you from your projects. Yeah, but we wanted to to to, to get first-hand insights from, from, from companies uh, um, that, that already successfully implemented centers of excellence, yeah? To move from, from anecdotal evidence to, to true insights.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, how does a study like this even come about, right? How does one go from, oh, I kind of want to know how these centers of excellence, if there's some sort of proven metric that we can say that this is the key to success or higher R- ROI or something like that. Like, how, does, how do you go from that idea to actually doing the study?
2: Yeah. So, so the, uh, it's, it's, it's like, uh, uh like so often. Yeah. So, uh, uh, to be honest, I met Lars, uh, uh, Lars Reinkemeier by accident. Yeah. And, uh, we, we got to know each other, um, um, at, at some, some kind of, uh, process mining expert round table. And, uh, then we contacted each other. We are linked Yeah. So, the same social media addiction, yeah. Uh, then you have uh, Jakob, <laughs> and then then we, we we simply met in Munich, yeah, uh, uh, at a cafe, and uh, I think we liked each other, uh, um, yeah, at first sight, and uh, we, we also um, we we share this this passion for the organisational dimension, yeah, of, of of process mining, yeah, and that's basically that's it, yeah, and, uh, and a couple of weeks uh, later. Uh, we sat together had the the, the project kick off and uh, kicked off the study yeah
1: yeah to be fair <laughs> Lars is very likable um yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> no 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 surprise there um so you basically uh, had this idea to kick off this uh, study and then um how did you even uh think about what data uh, what dimensions to look into because you mentioned you want to go from this uh this uh uh feelings or just the gut feeling to evidence yeah. How did you design all those data points of, of uh, success, of uh, things that you want to even measure? Yes. So uh,
2: um, this was a joint effort uh, between Lars Group uh, and my group. And uh, Lars, of course, uh, yeah, brought, brought uh, the, the substantial uh, Salonis uh, experience from setting up Centers of Excellence to the table. And... Uh, um, I, at my research group, uh, we, we have uh, quite some experiences in researching other organizational phenomena. So, for example, a couple of years ago, uh, we, we studied how to uh, successfully set up agile um, um, IT setups. Yes. And so we had a quite quite a good start starting point uh, for um, the dimensions uh, that are relevant yes and so we had quite quite early we had a um, a big picture of the things we wanted to investigate and uh, then we iteratively uh, developed the question particularly by involving um um, yeah friends of the community from my side uh, but also customer value managers uh, from the salonis side yes so so to get an alignment both uh, from the academic uh, and the uh, uh, yeah the, the industry world yeah we did a pilot study and all the things that you typically do yeah when when setting up a, a research study.
0: Um, what did the study involve? Was it one questionnaire? Did you take it in different points of time? Was there some ser- sort of level of maturity that needed to be done for the centers of excellence before you these questions were va- valid? Like, uh, what did the study actually ask?
2: Yeah. So so we we, we focused on uh, uh on customers um um that already had to have quite some experience with process mining mm-hmm. but that dis- did not necessarily um need to have a center of excellence in place yeah so and and center of excellence is is a nice little term yeah but but not every company that uh, has a process mining team for example uh, thinks of it as a true center of excellence yeah so so the only uh, prerequisite uh, that the companies had uh, uh, to meet was that they um, have adopted uh, pr- process mining technology for quite some time so say uh, um, yeah 6 months or 12 months uh, between 6 to 12 months Yes, and uh, um, and uh, then in our in our study we did a single assessment. Yeah, so we distributed um, to to um, yeah quite some customers, and we, we received uh, valid uh, questionnaires from uh, more than two hundred uh, uh, Celonis customers. And uh, then we classified yeah uh, the uh, the respondents regarding whether they already have a COE, only mm-hmm. a process mm-hmm. mining team, whether they plan to to have a, a COE. And this was also very important for doing all the data analysis yeah, uh, in order to come up with uh, uh, insights.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess this is also a good time to uh, say a specific um, uh, definition of COE. And uh, for <laughs> everyone who doesn't know it, so a center of excellence is a team that has been mandated to provide leadership, best practices, technical deployment, support and training for soleness in your organization. Right. Um, so basically, uh, I would ask the question: Why is a COE a must? Yeah. So
2: this was this was uh, also a very important start. As already said, uh, uh, we focused on the on the why, what, and how. Yeah. Like uh, Simon Sinek's Golden Circle. Yeah. All, yeah. All, in many cases, a very good structure. All, also for um, for for research projects and for research uh, studies. And I think all of us. Had quite some good gut instinct, gut feeling uh, that that COE is uh, something useful. But as I already said, we wanted to have first-hand experiences, and we wanted to listen to the yeah to the customers' voice, uh, to 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 the users' voice. And um, to, to be honest, one hundred percent of the uh, customers that uh, um, yeah that answered the questionnaire uh, were convinced. That that we have a, a true business value uh, that can be gained uh, from from centers of excellence. Yeah. So this is a very general statement, and what does this mm-hmm. mean in detail? So center of excellence first of all increases uh, the probability uh, that you um, can employ process mining uh, in an economically sensible manner. Yeah? yeah. You can do this faster. Yeah. So higher probability uh, to succeed. You can do this faster. Yeah. And you get, you can also see that there are some additional benefits. Yeah. Like, um, like, like, for example, the use cases get better. They get better qualified. Um, uh, the level of automation and, and impact on the organization, um, gets better. Yeah. And it's like, a, it's, yeah, it's truly like a, like, like an accelerator, um, for, for, um, for, um, yeah, implementing process mining in a manner that creates positive business success. So Mm -hmm.
0: what was really fascinating to me when I read that, that 100% confirmed that the COE is valuable. Yeah. Um, But you also said that you also had um, enterprises that don't have a center of excellence. Yeah. Um, Is that more of a, hey, we probably should have done one and regret (laughs) it now that we didn't? Or um, what is the sentiment there?
2: Uh, So... So I, I I cannot be very precise about the sentiment because we didn't talk to the people yeah so this is only <laughs> uh, this is one of the drawbacks uh, when you do a questionnaire based mm-hmm. uh, study um but but I think the sentiment there is that um even the companies that that did not yet implement uh, a, S- a center of excellence uh, uh, they, they are convinced that this is a good idea yeah because they heard from their fellows from the community and there is very much very positive uh, momentum yeah uh, in the industry uh, because uh, everybody wants to implement the tech- technology to have true impact on the organization and if you ask to your fellows from other companies yeah uh, or um, yeah and, and so on so i think the 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 the, the sentiment is very positive and uh, um, yeah there's much momentum there
0: now, I, actually, that leads me to my next question of um, who was polled when with this questionnaire? Because I'm imagining that if you ask a, a business user about, hey, would you like a team that dedicates itself to actually building the analyses and building all the dashboards and answers all your questions and gives you trainings and all that, I would be um, surprised <laughs> if they didn't say that that was a positive thing. But it's probably a, from a different perspective, somebody that has to sponsor the whole thing that has to provide the resources and all these things might have a different opinion of um the value of a center of excellence
2: yeah so so we approached uh um the guys responsible for process mining in the organization yeah so you, so you you probably know that uh, Salonis has uh, quite an elaborate uh, customer value <laughs> manager community <laughs> mm-hmm. yes and so the good thing about it is that uh, that that you you do not simply uh um yeah Distribute uh, a questionnaire uh, to whomever it may concern. Yeah. Right. Yes, but but there were very close uh, relationships uh, between the people from the Salonis and uh, their customers, uh, and uh, we we, we leveraged this customer value uh, community. Um, uh, at uh, at Salonis uh, and to, to leverage the um, the 101 on one relationships uh, that are uh, that exist between uh, Salonis and their customers. And this was also very um, this was also very positive uh, in terms of the response rates. Yeah, so we had very positive feedback. We could also do follow up calls in mm-hmm. case uh, something uh, was not clear. Yeah, and this uh, so so without this it 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 wouldn't uh, have been possible. So s- simply addressing. The same amount of people we are uh, linked in, in an anonymous manner. It would not have worked out. So this was a true asset uh, for the study. That's 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 the basic reason also why we uh, why, why we jo- joined forces. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I would also recommend to all the readers to download the study. Uh, you will find the URL uh, to do that in uh, the description of the episode. And especially reading through the key messages, which I think are very interesting, where you can see this, uh, you know, the percentages. Uh, also the distribution of what the regions and what, uh, people were responding and so on. So give it a try. Give it a look. I'm sure you will like it. Um, one question that uh, comes into my mind here now is, uh how do you differentiate between a center of excellence and an actual project team? Where do you draw a line and you say, okay, this is already something that we would consider to be a center of excellence. And, uh, no, this is just a couple of people doing a project in one domain and they don't really. Yeah, they don't count the central of excellence. <laughs> Screw these guys.
2: Yeah. So, so this is a very valid uh, a, a question. Uh, and I think it's very easy to answer, uh, in case, uh, for, for those companies that have a high uh, process mining maturity. So, for example, that have uh, connected five plus processes and involved uh, many departments. So, so there you typically also have a, a high level of we call it institutionalization mm-hmm. yeah so something that that leaves behind when the project has ended yes or when the when the use case has been uh implemented so for the very mature companies uh, uh this this is uh um, easily to be answered and it's it is it is more difficult uh, uh when you look at those companies uh, uh that are about to start yeah mm-hmm. Uh, with process mining because in the in the beginning and i'm also in my in my fraunhofer role i'm also talking to to many companies we still see many companies who are not sure uh, um, whether uh, to 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 really institutionalize yeah Mm -hmm. uh, process mining capabilities yeah so there are still many companies also around who still have a lack of success stories uh, who still need to convince yeah all the guys in the business and the it departments and so, ma- still many of these companies get stuck in the poc phase yeah and uh and i think in in these cases we, we only have projects yeah and when the project has ended nothing is left yeah, yeah. uh um, and but, but then there's this very important uh t- tipping point yes uh, uh where companies typically make a very clear decision about whether to scale it or not and uh, if the answer to this question is yes uh, then you move on from the project uh, to an institutionalized uh, structure, dedicated people, dedicated yeah. governance, dedicated roles, things like that. Yeah, and and then you have this true institutionalization, which is about to grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, when you connect more processes and so on. Uh, but 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 then you have this tipping point.
0: Um. So you've talked a little bit on the study lays this out quite well about what why a center of excellence is really a a benefit to your enterprise and but then i think a lot of businesses then also struggle okay we want to do it but how do we do it well right what are the pitfalls how do we not do it what common mistakes can we avoid in order to have the best uh, foundation to get this up and running um so can you tell us a little bit about what um what the biggest um outcome of the study was in terms of this
2: yeah so i think there are some questions uh, uh that need to be answered very very clearly yeah and as i already said it may it may be the case uh for for some companies uh, that process mining just doesn't make sense at the moment yeah and i'm quite sure that uh, uh these companies will, will get back to the technology in one year or two years yeah so uh, we i think we share the opinion that process mining has come to stay and they, uh, uh, then uh, sooner or later uh, every. Every company will use it to some extent, yeah. But uh, um, there are some questions that need a very clear answer, yeah. So, so, so first of all, um, as with many things in 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 the in the business world, um, um, the, the question about sponsorship needs to be answered, yes. Yeah? So, who is the executive sponsor, yes? And and what what is the sponsor, by the way, yeah? Is the the the, the person ide- ideally senior executive. Uh, um, in the organization um, that is a big fan of the technology mm-hmm. and uh, believes in the value that it can generate, yeah, and leverages uh, their the network uh, in in order to open the doors, yeah, to to yeah to to make the relevant uh, more operational decisions, yeah. So um, the um, the executive sponsor is very important, yeah. Then the the level of ambition is also very important, yeah. So so. Where shall we start and uh, what is the, the, the value proposition at the beginning? Yeah, So uh, um, you, you can, you can uh, do process mining with very different uh, value propositions, yeah? starting from a pure technology providing center of excellence to a execution, uh, management, excellence, uh, 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 ambition. So this is very uh, different and uh, also has a huge impact on the amount of resources. Yeah, a resource commitment uh, uh, that you need in order to be uh, um, successful. And so not only the executive sponsorship, uh, but also the, the level of ambition and the value proposition needs to be answered um, c- quite clearly. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think these are two two important mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And uh, the third important thing is uh, to be quite clear about uh, the people to be involved Yeah, mm-hmm. regarding, uh, f- for example, who's in the team yeah uh, who will stay in the team and uh, uh, what is uh, the right balance between uh, make or buy yeah so mm-hmm. so where do we want to develop capabilities or skills on our own as a company where do vendors or consultancies have to come in and uh, yeah what is the fade in fade out model yeah
1: for the start yeah, yeah. yeah. um i really want to unpack uh, these points a bit more but before i do so i also want to ask you if there are maybe was something missing that you were surprised by that maybe there was a point that wasn't a factor or wasn't as strong as you would probably think it would be
2: hmm. v- v- very very good v- very good question yeah so i think what was not really surprising for somebody who is doing uh, research on this all, all the time but i think worth mentioning is that um we did not find specific technology-related yeah, um, factors or hurdles, yeah and this also matched very well with our basic assumption that uh, that the technology is mature enough, yeah, and is not the key problem anymore. So the a lack of technological maturity is not a key problem uh, um, anymore. By the way, not only for Salonis, yeah, but also for yeah. many, many company, uh, ma- many other uh, vendors uh, on the market. But um, so, so, so this was is a, a point uh, worth uh, mentioning. And and when when uh, leveraging this technology, when institutionalizing it, uh, uh, yeah, the, the biggest success and at the same time failure factor is is the human factor, yeah. And uh, and this was uh, this is what 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 all the study was about. To be honest.
1: Mm-hmm um going back to humans uh well <laughs> the first, the, <laughs> the the key factor that is in the study is highlighted and uh, proper um you know um uh, detailed out is uh the importance of having exe- uh, an executive sponsor um you already mentioned it uh but who is such a person and also a uh, next question would be because you also lay uh, a term of a business champion how do these two people actually differ from each other and what is required from each to drive the initiative?
2: Yeah, so um, the, the sponsor typically is uh, a single dedicated person, as I already said, who believes in process mining, he, who, is co- convinced that, um, who, is, who is convinced that uh, eventually positive business value can be created by using this technology and uh, who also ideally is a person um, who disposes of uh, sufficient, yeah, authority and mm-hmm. or uh, resources, also in terms of people and budget, yet to 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 get the journey started, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is for, for many technologies and for many change initiatives in organizations, um, the executive sponsorship is, uh, is is one of the the key topics, and this also. Holds true uh, for for process mining. Business champions is another role. Yeah, that is quite important. Uh, business champions is more operational. Yeah, is located um, in can be located in different uh, um, yeah business departments of the organizations and are something like power users. Yeah, uh, so 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 champions sp- spread the word about the technology uh, in their business departments. Uh, uh, try to get it. Operationally going serve as power users, answer questions, do the uh, evangelization uh, <laughs> within their local departments, and uh, while you typically have uh, one specific, yeah, um, um, executive sponsor, you can have um, many uh, business champions. You can have a business champion community, yeah, in order to foster knowledge exchange uh, between uh, the departments uh, while you while you scale. Yeah, and uh, so so these are two very important roles overall.
0: And now I was wondering if you don't have an executive sponsor behind this, is there still hope for you? Or are you saying this <laughs> is, or is it still possible even without this? Or what can you do?
2: Uh, well, if you don't have one, you should win one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so 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 we could see that um, almost one hundred percent of those customers. Uh, with a positive uh, return on investment on all things that go into process mining, have an executive sponsor. Yeah, and you know this from your projects. Yeah, so I think without an executive sponsor, you you can try it. Uh, you can do a POC. Yeah, in order to create first success stories, in order to 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 win and to convince executive sponsors. But but I would say without an executive sponsor scaling is not possible yeah you're fighting against windmills yeah <laughs> in, uh, to 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 use this uh to use this picture um you could do individual pocs i think this is possible yeah do it on a very small scale but uh in order to successfully leverage the potential of uh process mining and any other technology in, in in bigger organizations yeah you definitely
1: need an executive sponsor mm-hmm Um, Number two in your list was uh, a highly qualified and especially committed team. And uh, it actually brings me to a question because, well, we are still a consulting uh, company that helps the organizations to start things off. Um, And I I really liked your point when you said that uh, the center of excellence kind of happens uh, when you start actually getting people into the project, like on a full time or like dedicated only to process mining as you finally acknowledge within your organization that this is going to stay. Um, how does consulting fit into this?
2: Um, so, so from my perspective, uh, it can accelerate the acceleration. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so process mining center of excellence uh, um, is there to accelerate the adoption of uh, of process mining in organizations. Yes, and consulting comes into play typically in First of all typically in early phases yes mm-hmm. uh, when when there's a lack of skills in organizations to so also to to yeah to 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 get the journey started yes and that's why I said to accelerate the acceleration because typically you you start with an individual use case or two use cases and then at the same same time or only with little delay make a positive uh, COE decision and that's this why mm-hmm. consulting can help establish uh, uh, the, the, the center of excellence. Yes. So this is one thing. And then it can also help, uh, uh, during, uh, the scaling. Yes. Uh, because, you know, it's, it's, it's quite hard nowadays, uh, for, for companies, uh, to, to hire skilled employees. Yeah. Uh, specifically in the, uh, in the area of uh, novel technologies, in the area of, uh, process mining. Yes. And this can something, some temporary engagement uh until uh, uh new people uh, uh could be found yes uh or um, um until this uh, huge need of resources is, is is not there any longer
0: um what are the hallmarks for having that successful and highly qualified team i, I mean if you're an executive sponsor and you have a look at your team what makes you say Yeah, yeah, they can do this. Is it that we need new people? We need to hire specific skills for this? Or is it something that, you know, people that already work there can kind of do already and kind of transition?
2: Yeah, so so I think if you are a big enough company, yes, uh, you you can definitely uh, work uh, with uh, existing uh, uh, people. Yeah, so when... When we did the study we also had a closer look at the competencies and uh, the roles uh, that are necessary for yeah making use of process mining for establishing a center of excellence of course we have the typical role uh, uh, more the, the leadership role like uh, the COE lead uh, we need the subject matter experts yeah uh, which are typically located uh, in the business departments yeah so you definitely have them in place uh, um, um, yeah um, yeah without any problem Mm-hmm. And then, uh, there is, there is a switch towards more IT related roles. Yes. Yeah? So we need uh, data analysts, uh, data engineers. yeah, Somebody who takes care, uh, of, uh, of, of the process mining uh, solution. And I think this is the most difficult part. Yes. Because when you start, get going with, uh, with process mining. It is super important uh, uh, to have this IT-related or data engineering-related roles because you have to set up new data models. Uh, you have to to connect the process mining solution with existing IT systems, yes, and to set up all the uh, ETL routines uh, and uh, uh, things like that. So, so this is why uh, um, I think the the, the crucial resources uh, at the beginning yes uh, are uh, data analysts and uh, data engineers and then when you when you um, yeah when you are scaling mm-hmm. uh, it's more important uh, to get grip on the subject subject matter experts experts and we have also seen that the number of subject matter experts uh, that that need to be involved uh, increases uh, uh, yeah linearly yeah proportionally uh, with the number of use cases that you do mm-hmm. with the number of processes uh, you connect while uh, uh, by contrast, there's a huge learning effect uh, when it comes to the data engineers and data analysts.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, the second uh, interesting keyword in your number two point is the commitment of your team yeah. and the commitment of the people. Now, I love asking this question because it's, uh, it's just a difficult one to answer and to have a general answer for every organization because you uh, were very on point where you said that each organization just works differently. There will be a different dynamics, different ways of working. However, um, how do you get your team committed to, to uh, the COE, to the process mining idea? Um, is this maybe also one of the key roles of that uh, executive sponsor who says, okay, this is your job now and this is what you have to do? Or uh, are you hoping for this more natural adoption in there?
2: Yeah, this is a, this is a very good question. So I think if, uh, if an expe- uh, executive uh, sponsor would say, oh, this is your job now, uh, I think there, there certainly are ma- many many people who would do a, a good or decent job, yeah. But but I think the the, the most important thing is uh, creating intrinsic, yeah, motivation. And uh, for me, uh, uh, it depends on the interplay uh, between the COE lead, yes, and the executive sponsor, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it's a uh, uh, um, the the duty of the COE lead to establish uh, a strategic uh, narrative yeah so what do we want to achieve what is the benefit for the company what is the benefit for the customers of the company yeah and i think the the key duty of the COE lead when when, when starting a process mining initiative uh is is uh, getting everybody on board getting everybody uh motivated yes and they're uh, creating this uh strategic uh, narrative yeah um and this is one thing, yeah, creating intrinsic uh, motivation. And the second thing is uh, to, uh, uh, to, to grant the people dedicated capacity, yeah? So this is, I, I think you already know, know this uh, from your projects, yeah, when you, uh, when you ask people, hey, could you do this on top? Yeah, and <laughs> on, on, top is, on top is not a very good idea when you really try to uh, bring something forward. When you you can do, could do a POC. Yeah, with this uh, on top attitude, uh, but but you but you simply cannot scale. Yeah, and uh, we see this uh, uh, typically uh, uh, those companies who start with the COE have gained experience with the technology with one, two, three uh, um, um, use cases, POCs. Yeah, and when you when you really try to adopt uh, the technology at large scale yeah you need dedicated resources yeah not only intrinsically motivated people but also dedicated capacity uh because a lack of capacity uh, eats intrinsic motivation for breakfast yeah <laughs> and this will o- only be a, t- a temporary phenomenon yeah but not long lasting
1: yeah, I, I love the splits. Whenever we, uh, or very often when we work, someone so uh, the the new person who's in the project, you know, they split the responsibilities. They will now be fifty percent dedicated yeah. to their old work and fifty percent <laughs> to the new work. What happens is that they are still hundred percent committed to their old work plus twenty percent to the new work. Yeah, um, yeah. But true, true fifty
2: fifty is not too bad anyway. Yes, mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, uh, as our study showed uh, uh, as well. Yeah, you you need one hundred percent dedicated uh, resources as well. Yeah, otherwise you won't you mm-hmm. won't get impact and uh, you 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 won't really accelerate uh, things.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, speaking of a COE team, what does it look like? Who who is in it, and what persons should be involved? Yeah.
2: So, so as I already said, there are multiple roles. Yeah. So, so first of all, and this is a crucial role, specifically when you when you kick the COE off, is the COE lead. Yeah. Uh, um, who is responsible for creating or the shared vision, strategic narrative, uh, uh, the, the overall rationale, and for motivating people. Yeah, and also for for getting together with the with um, um, the executive sponsor, getting the funding, the resources, and so on. And then we have a split um, between um, business roles, professional roles, and technical roles. Yeah. So on on the business side, uh, we have subject matter experts, so people who really know the process domain by heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you if you start with a in the CFO domain, uh, which is quite a typical starting point for process mining initiatives, accounts payable, for example. Yeah, very very common starting point. Yeah. Yeah. So so you need. Experts with accounts payable pros, yeah, so you need domain experts. This is very important because um, um, otherwise uh, uh, you only have a domain agnostic usage uh, of the technology and this this uh, yeah, you cannot judge whether solutions are good or bad, so this is very important in the beginning, and as I already said, also very important when you scale yeah when you scale uh, to to other processes to other process domains and move up and down yeah the process change. so subject matter experts are the key role um, on the business part on the professional part and uh, on the technology part uh, you need data analysts of course data engineers because you typically have to create new data models, establish ETL procedures, all the things that that, that we know yeah and uh, also somebody who, who takes care of uh, of the solution yeah uh, uh, no matter. Whether the solution is operated in the cloud, yeah, or on premise, uh, you need somebody uh, like an IT application owner uh, who who takes care of uh, um, yeah of the process mining solution.
0: Now, is it more that you have all these people in one bunch, or is it that these are also distributed? Because we have like the purchase to pay, we have accounts payable, we have the 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 sales department. Do they each get their own little people dedicated for them, or is it that it's all just lumped into one big on big pile
2: yeah so, so we could see from our study that almost uh, two-thirds of the respondents um have uh something that we call uh, a centralized uh, coe structure so they have one big uh coe um, established in the organization while you have when you have a look at the big multinationals yeah uh, it may also be the case that they have uh, um, a central coe and then uh some some yeah regional or, or, or departmental or, um, yeah, process-specific, um, um, smaller, de- decentralized, mini-COEs, uh, but two-thirds uh, really have uh, a central uh, COE. But, so this is one, one, one part of the answer, and uh, the other part of the answer is not so easy, yeah, um, um, b- because um, what what is relatively clear is that the data analysts and the data engineers uh, that they um, are to at least to some extent located in the COE. It's not so clear when it comes to the subject matter experts, yeah, because yeah. they typically are hosted uh, uh, in the business departments. Yes, And uh, so from, from, from our own uh, project experience uh, with a scaling uh, process mining organization, we see that um, the clear separation of concerns and uh, the clear division of, of duties uh, between the coe the it department and the business department is rather complex yeah and it's also co- company specific yeah and uh, when i when i yeah talk to company and uh, we talk about center of excellence and talk about scaling so the, the key, one of the key questions for me is so so guys who's the first level support who's the second level support and who's the third level support yeah and uh, uh please locate this to business department coe and it and you will get very different answers yes Uh, depending on how friendly relation between business and (laughs) it is and this can also be very different for different uh, business departments and the same it department and the same company yeah and uh, this is something to to handle with care yeah Uh, in in my experience
1: yeah um so uh Maximilian, could you give us like uh some kind of uh i would say recipe on how to get things started so let's say that you are either at the very beginning you haven't even uh extracted your data or you are already getting some first insights into your first process that you are kind of happy with, but you are struggling with um with scaling and with uh rolling this thing out further in your organization
2: yeah sure so I think there are different ways how you can start. So that there is not the the one single way to glory. Yeah, there there are different things and uh, so so I I always talk about uh, yeah, agile transition, yeah, in this uh, and or, or agile road mapping. Yeah, so to say uh, because there, there is no 3 year or 5 year plan uh, to to roll out and scale process mining. Yes, yeah? so you also have to do this step by step. Uh, and also by uh, continuously refining your process mining backlog. Yeah. So for me, this is also a very important task of the COE, if you have one, to continuously uh, to continuously update and to continuously review uh, the the process mining backlog. And what what do I mean by this? Yeah. So you typically when you when you um, leverage a technology like like process mining, you have two things to do at the same time. First of all you have to create operational success as fast as possible yeah, in order to, to ensure that the funding and the resourcing is continued. Yeah? You cannot simply take one or two years to have the first success story. Yeah, So you yeah. have to do this, um, get very tangible results very fast and create success stories, create momentum. This is indispensable. And at the same time, you have to do something that we call development of dynamic capabilities, which means that you have to do this institutionalization. And the thing is that you have to do both things at the same time, dynamically intertwined. Yeah. Because in my experience, you don't get one million dollars or one million euros for, yes, lay back uh, with all the operational things. Yeah. And simply set up the COE and then continue. Uh, creating operational success so so for me it, this is a crucial uh success factor uh, to to um to to smartly interconnect the uh, um, operational value creation and institutionalization to have to you have to do this at the same time yeah so this is important and uh, in order to do this you have to continue to continuously review your process mining backlog yeah but when you start I think it's good to start with an easy use case yeah don't don't choose the uh, the most complex process uh, at <laughs> uh, um, when you when you when you try to get familiar with the technology, try yeah even try to to improve a process that is running not too bad mm-hmm. badly, yeah, but where you can you are quite sure that there are there is something in it and you can uh, create improvement and positive results because it's very good at the and, and important at the beginning. Yeah, to make that, to ensure that people have a good feeling with the technology. Yeah, so I, I would recommend not to start with the most complex process, but with a straightforward use case. Yeah, and then, yeah, see where you where you can uh, get from there. So so
0: what I'm imagining is that once you have the initial steps, the initial foundation, you obviously can't just say, okay, let's hire seven people to run our center of excellence if there's <laughs> yep. just no need within the business to to create it right so they need to be um have something to do need to actually have processes to implement continuously improve things just based on what the users or the business actually needs yeah right so is this more of a question about adoption then or or is that more of a how much funding do we have at the given moment
2: so 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 the experience uh, from from our study tells us that um that the center of excellence is also growing uh, with the business need. Yeah, so so you can start with a rather small COE. So when you do the first POC, the first two or three use cases, you don't need a PO, you don't need a COE. Yeah, but once you want to go uh, uh, beyond, you need to uh, uh, institutionalize a COE. But you can start with a very small team. Yeah, and uh, uh, and then typically uh, the COE will grow. Yeah, with a with the business appetite. Yeah, and we see that there is a tipping point uh, uh, when you when you connect more more than five processes, when you support more than five departments. So this is a, a point of no return, and this is also a point where operating without a COE simply doesn't make sense from a resources and from an economic yeah. perspective.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, what do you say to the executive sponsors or what would be executive sponsors when they say, well, I thought I was buying a software and now I have to rethink of how my business runs. (laughs) I have to all of a sudden dedicate a lot of money to set it up. I have to dedicate now a lot of money to run the center. Like, I thought I was buying software. What is this?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I thought I was buying a black box. We're just going to, you know, point me exactly where my process fails. I'm just going to fix it one go and then let's go.
2: Yeah so so you know I I'm from the information systems discipline yeah so uh, so in my opinion software alone has never uh, resolved the problem so far <laughs> yeah so it's also it's it's always about the the, the smart usage yeah, of technology and always about taking taking people along and uh, to be honest yeah uh, um and I said this in the beginning uh, um I I'm, I'm very much addicted uh, to the to the organizational and to the to the economic perspective on business process management this is a simple matter of business case yeah so i know there are people outside uh, uh, who who say that uh, you don't need a business case for process mining because it's simply hygiene yeah so but but in my uh, experience uh, when you talk to a cxo yeah somebody with a responsibility for budget they would love to talk about and know about uh return on investment yeah mm-hmm. and and for me it's it's uh, 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 yeah it's it's a, it's a simple business case uh, calculation, and you you will see if you compare a scenario without a COE and supporting five plus processes and uh, with a COE, it, it 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 will be become crystal clear that uh, uh, that that uh, that the dominant case is uh, having a COE in place, definitely.
1: Mm-hmm. I will probably end our episode on a very nice sentence from the study that uh, you know you just you don't just provide a technical platform but drive execution excellence and transformation. Yes. And I think that was actually very well said. Um, so Maximilian, um, where can people find you if they are interested in more of your work? Uh, where can they go?
2: Yeah. So you can write me an email. Drop me an email uh, uh, anytime. Yeah. So uh, it's Maximilian. Uh, dot rücklinger at uh, dot, uh, de. Uh, you can also visit uh, our our website yeah which is uh, fit.fraunhofer.de uh, uh, and i'm also happy to, i'm always happy to talk uh, and as already said uh, uh, i'm really passionate about um, bringing academia and uh, industry uh, together so feel free to contact me i'm already looking forward to
1: this. <laughs> Well, uh Maximilian, we are up, up with the time, but uh once again, thank you for uh joining us here today. Uh it has been lovely. And uh yeah, uh I hope to get to know you also at some point uh personally. Yeah, pleasure was on my side. Thanks for having me. All right. For you, dear listeners, thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed yet another episode of Minding Your Business Podcast. Uh, we'll be looking forward to uh you know hear back from you if you have any questions any any feedback if you are interested in specific topics feel free to reach out to us we are very active on linkedin as you probably already know you can also send us an email on uh, at, at mining your business podcast at gmail.com and uh, otherwise we'll be just looking forward to um have you on in two weeks time so thank you very much and bye bye